We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Well, on the bench in the biggest way possible, hanging out a bad seat, a bird in a bad, I'm over the bad, I just hang around a bunch of bad, out of bad, take bad, lot bad, do bad breath, bad, it's bad vibe. We are live in the Magic City Studios in the Pearl Appalachian, running our server through the woods from where Granny loves a little purple cushy, cush, cush before she goes to Betty Pie in New York City. The Big Apple. Ooh. People dress in plastic bags, they're ready to drink this, and kind of fashion, drink it up, you do, but I'm gonna come around, lots of fun to party up, rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What a mess, this town's a tad, and my brain splattered all over Manhattan, you do, but I get a woo-woo. I think I'm out of call something from Keith, oh yeah, yo, should do that. Hey, what's gigging? I'm Pharrell with your boy, Carver High this evening. And I gotta tell you that, uh, I think this wild card game sucks. I mean, is this the worst game of all of them when I thought it was going to be the best? I mean, it is bad. Tough scene. <laughs> Real tough scene. <laughs> Can you believe what, the egg they what, laid? What are the Cardinals got? Like five yards of offense? Maybe ten? Tops? Maybe not even. I mean, my God. This is tough. This is real tough. I mean, what are you gonna do? I mean, one good, <laughs> one good game out of six. I mean, the Bengal game wasn't awful. The Bengal game wasn't awful. Maybe two out of six. Yeah, the Bengal game wasn't bad. So the Bengal game and the, the Cowboy game—that's yeah. I mean, that when you have a game that ends on the final play of the game, it can't be that bad of a game. So the Bengal game and the Cowboy game, two out of six. Did you think Carr was going to throw a touchdown? <laughs> I sure was hoping he did, but unfortunately, no. Uh, I, 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 you know what it was about that? We didn't really get to talk about it today. Like, he kept trying to throw to all his smaller guys. Like, why wasn't he tr- – Waller was catching everything he threw to him. And, like, they had Waller blocking on that last play where he threw the pick. Like, Waller should be the guy he should be throwing the ball up to. It was silly. I mean, I he threw to him. He just didn't throw to him in that moment, right? Yeah. I, I mean, that's the end of the game. That's Not your biggest moment. Give it to give it to your best guy. I mean, he draws flags. He draws a lot of things. Just throw it up top. Let him jump for it. Right. <laughs> but they didn't do that, and they lost. So there was some talk today of uh, on the show. Adam Kaplan was saying they have uh, decisions to make about him. I don't really think there is a decision, uh, to be honest with you. Do you think they could actually find a better quarterback than uh, Derek Carr to play for the Raiders? No, I don't think that Carr is their problem. If there is a problem, I don't think that I don't think that Carr is their problem. Yeah, I don't either. And. I think he should stay with the Raiders. I mean, if, if they don't want him, I bet he could, uh, you know, he'll land a job in five seconds. I'd take him in Pittsburgh. We welcome our radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in San Diego. 
Getting there to you, wanna do you, wanna? Sports Map Radio Network, Sports Byline USA, Armed Forces Radio. Hoorah, soldier, hoorah. Uh... unbelievable man they keep putting in this modem and it doesn't work in in my studio i mean it's unbelievable the guy came today and gave me a new box and it doesn't work either meanwhile when he set it up i thought it worked because it it turned on everything seemed like it was working and then now it's not god uh, this this cable company, oh my God, it's like dealing with the White House. They're all crooks. I mean, oh my God. You know what's crazy about those people? They bring out modems that are used. Mm. They just, you know. Well, what's the point of that? They just give like, you another what? one that they have. Stupidity. I don't know. I have no idea, but I just got some warning on my phone that it doesn't work. I kind of had a feeling it didn't work when I came in and uh, it uh, only had one light on, you know, and it usually has, I think, three on this thing. And the other one was doing the same thing, too, but it is what it is. It's a nightmare. I got it upstairs, too, in the house. I got two of them. So I got a gig on each one of them, right? And I got them upgraded, and they're worse than they were before. I mean, before at least, it, you know, it worked. And then they brought in all this fancy TV equipment, and that's what screwed it up. That screwed the whole thing up. That screwed up my whole house. All this TV equipment in my house. I mean, we were doing it before, and I didn't have any problems, right? And now we bring in this stuff, and I have nothing but problems. It's unbelievable. It really is. Can you imagine I call these people up again? Yeah, you gave me another modem that doesn't work. It's the second one. Three strikes, you're out, right? It's for all on a bench. You see this uh, play Beckham just on a... Like fake reverse uh, pass where he got the ball on one side of the field and he threw it all the way to Akers on the other side. You're right about one thing. Beckham's doing everything in this game. He's, he's having an all-world night, man. I mean, he had two huge catches in the first half, including a touchdown. Now he throws one. He's just and, – and every big play that he makes, it just makes the Browns look worse and worse, doesn't it? Every huge play that Beckham makes. It really does. And he just, he looks like a different player altogether in L.A. Like, he's just not even the same guy. And, you know, hopefully he's grown up from New York where he was just a child and acting like one, too. Now he doesn't really do any of that stuff, right? He just plays. I think he realizes it's, you know, just play and get paid. Try to win a ring. That's what it's about. I'll never forget when he was, like, acting that way. And he was, remember, he, like, tried to, he proposed to a kicking net. And, and then he, 
he got in the fight on, on the field. He had the like, fight with, with Norman. Uh, he had a couple fights. He had the fight with Norman with Carolina. He had a fight with the Rams in St. Louis one time. He had a couple fights. He doesn't do any of that anymore. It's a 40-yard pass. <laughs> I mean, they're in business. This is the first drive, and they're already down to the 12. Yeah. I mean, my God, are they just beating the hell out of them? This game's over. Is there a mercy rule? <laughs> are they going to just stop the game? And we don't have to watch it anymore? It's so awful. You got to admit. They had a rough weekend so with these games. Very rough weekend. Hopefully next weekend we get better with these four matchups. It'll be some good games next weekend. I had a rough weekend. I got to tell you, man. I, I know you were in, you were in bad that. shape today, man. I mean, uh, so did this injury happen like during the game, or was just just wear and tear after a game? Well, it happened during, but um, both of them happened during. The problem is, is that one of them is, and I, I just don't even want to deal with it, and I don't want to admit it, but I know it. It's a hernia. I have a tear in my front of my uh, groin, right? And then the uh, my back, like, tore uh, right, right near my hip, right? So it's like a trigger point right between this bone and, and my hip. And the thing's sticking out like a, I mean, like a dinosaur. You can see it. You can literally see the bone sticking out. And it's really bad. And uh, it's popped out before over the years, but it always like went back in in like a day or two. And this, this you know, hasn't been the case. So what happened was uh, it was so bad. It happened about a week ago. And I, I didn't go to the gym for a week. I didn't play for a week. And then um, Friday I went and I just did a real light. I walked uphill. I, I jogged real lightly for like, a uh, quarter mile or something like that. And then uh, I lifted. I just did real light stuff, nothing major. And I swam like four or five laps. And then I went home and nothing happened. So I, I thought I was all right. And then Saturday I played basketball for like an hour and a half, two hours. And I was tired. Like I was, uh, uh, you know, cardio, I was dead. I, I felt winded because I hadn't played in a week or whatever. But I kept playing and because I, I was scoring a lot and I was fine. And then when I got home, I was fine. But then when I, uh, when I woke up, you know, Sunday, I couldn't play again because it was, it was back. And it came back, both of them, and it, like with a vengeance. Like, it's like, like I think I, you know, tore, I tore my hernia. And, it, and it, so it, if I aggravate it, it bleeds and it swells. And then... Uh, the other thing, just uh, by playing, just just by playing, it, it popped out again. It you know just reared its ugly head, and so Sunday, I was cripple, and I I just watched a football, and I did I couldn't move off the sofa literally, I couldn't move, and then today, uh, same thing. It was so awful I couldn't move, and then 
whatever. I just didn't. I just laid in a recliner all day, and then when uh, it was showtime, I put the suit on and I did it. And uh, the problem was, is that I was so uncomfortable, uh, and I'm uncomfortable right now. I can't, I can't sit in a chair and do a radio or a TV show, right? Without agony. I mean, it's like a butcher knife in my back and a butcher knife in my front. So it's literally, and it's on the same side too, right? So it's to my right side of my right hip and it's my right groin. So they're both, so the front of me is on just a, just bleeding with a hernia and the back is, uh, I got this gigantic bone popped out in my back and it's Jeez. rubbing against my hip. It's like a hip pointer, uh, you know, just a horrible place. It's in between your back and your hip and it, this trigger point. And I mean to tell you, it's like hitting nerves. That's the problem. It's like hitting nerves. And it, it's just, I mean, it's so overwhelming. I can't even tell you like it, it literally, um, I mean, it makes it literally, I don't feel good. That's how bad it is. Like it hurts so bad. I don't, I don't feel good. You know what I mean? Like right. I'm in agony. And so I, uh, and I don't want to go, to be honest with you, I don't want to go to the hospital and deal with it. Uh, with the, I may have to, I may be forced to here in a couple of days, day or two, if it doesn't get better, because it's so bad, but I've already had six hernia operations. Sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'm not, you know, I got mesh all over my body and then now I got another one. And then it's really bad. I, I know what I know when I tear my hernias. I know when I got them. And then the other one, the back is so bad that um, it, it'll make you cry. Like I, I mean, I'm just like when I'm in like shower, I'm like in there just almost crying. And then when I was doing the show today, I couldn't even. I just couldn't even sit still because it hurts so bad. It's like having a gigantic butcher knife in your back, and you're sitting there, and you just don't do anything about it. Well, screw that. I'm like moving around trying to find a place of uh, on the, you know, chair where I can actually sit without uh, the, the knife riding up my back. And it hurts so bad. It doesn't matter what I take either. I can take Tylenol, Aleve, Advil. It doesn't matter. None of it works. It just doesn't work. So when I take it, there's no point because it doesn't do anything. So I don't feel any relief at all. And I don't do like Vicodin and Percocet and all that. So it's just been, the. I mean, I'm not even kidding you. I'm sitting here right now just uh, in between segments. I'm using the thumper on it. And then when I'm on the air, I'm sitting here, I'm like sweating. And I don't feel good, right? Like, so it's got me so rattled that I, I don't feel good. So it's, you know, affecting my ability to function like to do the show to do anything like i when i i went to get dinner she she made this beautiful dinner or whatever and uh like like a uh it was like a pork uh i don't know a big ass pork dinner or whatever and it had scalloped potatoes corn everything rolled i had to i literally almost had to get a cab to get it from the living room to the kitchen I couldn't barely walk to get it, like to get the food. I couldn't even do it. I was like, you gotta bring it to me. I can't walk. So I'm sitting here in my house, I got invalid. And uh, I can't even sleep in my bed. I'm back in the recliner again, just from playing basketball Saturday. I'm, it's just unbelievable.
right, for on the bench. So uh, 28 nothing Rams. I got to tell you, Carver High, that uh, um, it, it's amazing to me that Arizona was 7-0. and And they were cruising, right? And they were going to win the West. And at the end, they didn't win the West. They got into the playoffs. And then this is their showing. And mm. that uh, the reality of it is, is that, I mean, at the end of the day, they've never really ever, except once, mattered. And even then, they went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Steelers. Right? So they've had, their in their existence, you know, they've had everything happen to them. They've moved all over Hell's Bells. And they've, uh, you know, gotten to the point where, I mean, this is a really bad showing for them. I, I think it makes them look bad. Like, they're fighting now with Aaron Donald, and they're getting in fights on the field, and they're down 28-zip. This game's over. And they, uh, they're they going nowhere. And at the end of the day, uh, they have Kyler Murray. They got all this talent. Hopkins, who's not playing green. Uh, Connor, who's always injured. But I guess he's playing tonight. But the reality is, is that it just never matter. I mean, they always fizzle out. They always end up, at the end of the day, not mattering. They're just not in the mix. They're in the mix tonight, but not for long. They're in the mix for another 15 minutes. When that fourth quarter's over, whatever. You know what I'm saying? They just, it, it's just always the same story. It is always the same story. You're right. They've only mattered once. Uh, where they, you know, that Super Bowl where Warner and Fitzgerald lost to the Steelers. Of course, that tremendous pass by Big Ten to San, uh, Big Ben to Santonio Holmes in the corner. And other than that, uh, there ain't much to speak of when it comes to the history of the Arizona Cardinals. Is there is your boy Connor driving in to finally get them on the board? That only took him about ten minutes to score. I mean, you talk about urgency. You're down twenty-eight nothing. And they ran the ball 100 times, took about seven, eight minutes off the clock. Like, honestly, could you have any more urgency down four touchdowns? But they finally scored, I guess, so we'll give them that. And, look, yeah, they were 7-0. and They were playing great. Hopkins clearly losing him was a big deal to them. They could sit there and talk all they want how it, didn't, it wasn't that big a deal. And blah, blah, blah. It is a big a deal. They just put the stats up. They're a completely different team when Hopkins is in the game and when he, when he isn't. So... It is what it is, and we remember all every Monday we would come in and we'd do the show and we'd play a clip of Kyler Murray. Like, did that look like a guy who was like focused? Like every Monday is like, yeah, well, you know, you guys don't know what you're talking about, and we're gonna be fine, and we're like, I guess you were wrong, dude. I guess you were wrong. Well, I think it makes him look really average. That uh, this is how uh, his you know resume is gonna look. That he went to the playoffs and got lit up by Matt Stafford. And Matt Stafford's never won a playoff game either until tonight. But he looks a lot better than uh, Kyler Murray. I'll say that much. He certainly does. Certainly does. And look, and did you see, obviously, we didn't talk about this yet, but the the Kyler Murray kind of interception that looked like Stafford earlier in the year. Remember that Sunday night game where Stafford threw the ball right to Tennessee? Kyler Murray uh, duplicated yeah. that tonight in Los Angeles. <laughs> it, it, Kyler Murray's was worse. Yeah, I thought so too. <laughs> it was bad. I mean, 
this this game's getting real the, chippy now. It's I was just gonna say that to you. It's it's getting very chippy, and there's still you know four minutes left in the third quarter here. It's getting very chippy. Well, there's fights breaking out left and right. Uh, I don't see Arizona winning this game. I, I, I do not either. Comeback. No. But I see some fights. I'm all for it. <laughs> the violence. Get the violence going. <laughs> Anything to spice this so game t- up. Tell me about uh, your Saturday night watching your Bills and uh, the buzz you had going and, and what you thought of uh, Josh Allen and that uh, maestro performance by the team. The, no mistakes. No flags. No penalties. No punts. No turnovers. I mean, just ridiculous. You know what it is? It's It's still kind of... It's still kind of weird for me. Like when I sit and watch these games the past couple of years, these playoff games, and they won two games last year in the playoffs and they beat the Colts and the Ravens. And now they, they win this game against the Patriots on Saturday night. Like it, it's still bizarre to me because I, you know, that's 20 year plus years of losing. Like it's still hard to believe that it's like the team that I root for actually can have a performance like that on Saturday night. But it was. I mean, as good as you can get. And, like, I was saying, if it, if it was any other game like that, if there was any two teams playing and that, and that game was that bad, I would have shut it off by halftime. But I sat there, and I soaked in every single snap of that game, just watching him beat him down. And, and Allen is – I think he really took it personally, although, well, he doesn't play well in cold weather, and he doesn't do this. And, um. Look, he, he took it to them every which way you possibly could. I mean, he threw the ball deep. He threw the ball short. He ran the ball. He did it. I mean, you named it. You want to check off a checklist of all the things Josh Allen wanted to do on Saturday night, and he did it, man. Uh, what an unbelievable performance. It had to be even nicer to beat the Patriots. It was. Uh, it, it definitely added a little extra, and it, and it definitely called for a couple extra shots. Uh, to get poured, you know, afterwards, because, look, we know the deal. The Patriots are, you know, they've been the gold standard in this league for 25 years. And during that 25, you know, they've they spent a lot of time kicking dirt in the Bills' face. And rightfully so, the Bills suck. And for all the fans of the Bills, you know, Saturday night was one little night where, you know they got to kick a little dirt in the Patriots' eyes, and and I know that their fans are, they're very um, they're tough to take, and they're and they're very elitist because they've won so much in the last few years, and they give you the whole oh who cares it doesn't matter, you know you guys never win anything blah blah blah. But you know what? For one night, the Bill fan got to smile a little bit against the Patriots, and I think that that part of it was pretty cool. There's no doubt. I mean, I, did you see me uh, fighting with people on uh, when I, when I woke up Sunday morning? About it? Yeah, when I woke up Sunday morning, I did see a couple uh, back and forths uh, with some people, and I mean, people are stupid. You know that. I mean, it's it's hard, especially on Twitter. I mean, people are real stupid. But I did see you go back and forth a little. I mean, it was unbelievable because uh, somebody was saying, uh, you know. That the Pats don't own the Bills. Well, look. And uh, maybe not anymore, but I said, uh, you know, you got to catch up there. 
They so beat him. They they beat him. Twenty years, they sure did. <laughs> they they beat him thirty six out of five 40. against him. They went yeah. They beat him thirty five out of forty times. Now look, the yeah, Patriot fan does. The Patriot fan doesn't like to remember that you know before Brady and Belichick showed up, you know they were a laughing stock in this league too. You know the Patriot fan doesn't like to remember that, but you know there was days where it was real dark for them, and in the early nineties. The Bills beat their ass a lot, right? I mean, the Bills beat everybody's ass in the early 90s in the AFC. But they really beat uh, beat the Patriots' ass quite a few times. So it, sometimes this stuff is cyclical, right? I mean, in the Dolphins beat everybody's ass in the AFC East in the 70s. Uh, you know, eventually the Bills beat everybody's ass. And then the Patriots had their 20-year run of beating everybody's ass. Maybe it's going to turn around now where Josh Allen beats everyone's ass for a while. I think that's what it is. It's cyclical. But I was like, you know, uh, I started arguing with people. I'm like, okay, um, Super Bowl six uh, trips, 11 uh, division titles. It was like insanity. There was like 25 of them. And I was like, you know, and they're like, you know, arguing with me like I'm I'm like I'm and I, I bet on the bills and minus four. I'm like, it's ain't about tonight. This isn't about. Uh, I, I I hate the Patriots. I, I I bet on the Bills. I want the Bills to win, but the you know you have to respect the fact of what they did. Of course, and, uh, all their accomplishments, whether you like them or not, whether Look, you like I, Belichick and Brady or not, they did it. I I think that, and and I and if I remember some of what you were going through with everybody about you know, obviously how much the Patriots have won and look, it, it does matter. There, there's no doubt about it. That stuff happened. I mean. It, they won a billion Super Bowls, you know? I mean, it is what it is. And But I, right now, for the next month, this is the focus. And I think that when you sit around and, you know, you're having a beer and, you know, in the middle of the summer out on the deck and you want to talk about great teams, obviously the Patriots, greatest team in the last 25 years. But at least for the Bill fans for the next couple of weeks, if they can somehow get this done in Kansas City, maybe they finally get their moment. And they could say, hey, you know what? For this year, we're the best team. And we, they get to stamp it. But you got to finish the so, job. you got to finish the job because their whole year gotta, has been about beating this team. To get the monkey off their back. Right. And, and, and all they've talked about for a year now was losing that game to Kansas City in the AFC title game last January. That's all they've talked about for a year. They drafted a billion defensive linemen to go, you know, run after Patrick Mahomes and go after him. Like, this is their moment, and now it's. And I don't care that they beat him in the regular season. There, this is the moment now. This Sunday. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I, see, I'll see if I can find some of these uh, people. All these stupid tweets I got. I mean, it really was, uh, and I didn't say anything, but it was some of the dumbest people I've ever dealt with in my life. So uh, my buddy, one of my teammates was calling me in the middle of the, you know, the break. And I'm just like, dude, I can't, I can't talk. And he started talking anyway. And I was like, so I said, to him, again, ran, you heard me. Ran, went, listen, ran through the stop sign. <laughs> he just, <laughs> yeah, I went, so I said, listen, I, I'm on the air right now. I can't talk. And he, he just kept talking. And I went, listen, I'm, I'm just going to say one more time. I can't talk to you right now. I'm on the air. And then he hung up on me like he was mad at me that I wouldn't talk to him. And I'm just like, usually most, you know, I, I don't 
people don't need to you know know my schedule or I don't go around like getting mad at people that call me when I'm on the air you know on TV or radio during the day or night uh, I don't expect people to know my schedule and stuff like that but most of my friends and people I ball with they know what I do and when I do it so but anyway um, so I found some of these tweets I just wanted to show you how dumb uh, <laughs> I mean it was really unbelievable here we go uh, they're so good. Uh, here we go. Uh, I, I have to get them all. So, like, I, I you know what I mean? I got to get to the beginning of it. Here we go. I think it's right about here. I think it's right around here. Let's see if this is it. All right. I think it is. All right. So, uh, I write as so. a... Uh, this is the guy that started it all. Pats have been uh, Pats have uh, been what to the Bills? Say what? <laughs> you know, say what? Question mark. Pats have been what to the Bills? I said again. Belichick and TB12 owned the Bills for 20 years, but now the Bills can beat New England like tonight. I picked the Bills and minus four on the show repeatedly all week. The past two decades were all Pats, division, conference, Super Bowl appearances, and wins. No questions asked. Then I wrote, Pats all-time uh, versus the Bills is embarrassing. Pats 21-9 and nine in division titles, 77-46 and 46 all-time. 2000 to 2020, Bills five wins only. They only won twice in 20, uh, or in 2000 to 2010, and three times in 10 to 20. That's enough to shut you up before uh, going back even further for more bloodshed. Pat's six Super Bowl wins and Bill's zero. End of discussion. All of this has nothing to do with tonight's wild card game in Buffalo. I bet Buffalo to win M minus four. That's the second time I've said I bet on him. These are different times and teams. Guy writes, not a single one of those games are relevant today. The Bills are vastly superior today. And I wrote, I wrote gee, you think? When they were up 33-3. to three. Uh, And then uh, this other guy writes, remember when? And then uh, laughing emojis at me, laughing, remember when? I said, no one forgets winning six Super Bowls or going to 11. I'm a Steeler fan, six Super Bowl wins, and still respect what New England has accomplished. Uh, no one ever forgets uh, the Bills losing four straight Super Bowls. Know that. Guy writes, how many times did the refs bail you out? That's what I thought. That's what he wrote. That's what I thought. Like, he thinks I'm a Patriots fan, this stupid ass. <laughs> Good luck with that cheese. They have six Lombardi trophies, you stupid genius. And then uh, he writes, no reason to keep tweeting about the past is all I'm saying. I said, too bad the league's built on the past. No one forgets the past Super Bowl champs. It's that simple. Who wins Super Bowls is all that matters. Winning playoff games is nice. Winning rings is all that uh, they ever remember. Fact. I've interviewed thousands of players in the NFL, and they all know what matters in the end. Winning a Super Bowl is what they say is the end game. A guy writes, again, irrelevant now. You're trying to distract from the ass whooping the Patriots are receiving now. Tweet about the game, not about irrelevant past games. 
I said, no, I'm not. I bet on the Bills tonight to win and minus four. That's the third time I've said it. How many times do I have to say it? I'm answering the idiot question that the Pats haven't owned the Bills in history. They have, and I showed the evidence. If you don't like it, have a fuck <laughs> a sandwich. <laughs> have a Pharrellin sandwich. Yeah. That was a, that, you talk about uh, uh, it goes not, on running, on. Uh, not running through the stop sign. You just did that right there. You just you just held up. That was like one of those ones where the third base coach puts the hands up as you're like a quarter of the way down, and you and you got to slide back into third. Whoa, look out! All right, and then there's more. There's more. Um, I gotta find the rest of it. There's just a little more, but like it, it gets. Uh, here you go. Here you go. It gets even better. Uh, okay, here we go. Here's a guy who writes, um, sore, sore bottom much? Pat, Super Bowls against the Giants, zero. I said, no doubt, Eli did it. They still have six, Giants four. Respect the G-men for doing it. I was at both games. Then there's a guy, there's a time and a place. If it makes you feel better to bring up prior seasons during a live playoff game, go ahead. I already did. Is what I said. No one ever stops showing the past in the NFL on any TV network, ESPN or NFL network. All they do is show the greatest Super Bowls and playoff performances all the time. All they do is relive the past. The Hall of Fame is all about it, too, and judged by accomplishments. Then a guy writes, almost ending the final game of the regular season uh, in a tie on Sunday Night Football and almost eliminating the Steelers from the playoffs with that result will not be remembered. I said, it won't be. Uh, a guy writes, most Pats fans have forgotten about the decades of suck they had. Team was terrible in the old Foxborough Stadium days. Yeah, I'm sure they forgot those six Super Bowl rings. <laughs> most Pats fans yeah. have forgotten about decades of suck they had. Well, yeah, 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 but here's the uh, thing. The like, sucked. Uh, yeah, you can forget about all the years of suck because they've won six Super Bowls since they sucked, like you said. So, yeah, it's easy to forget about those days when you've won. Now, the Bills, for example, and the Browns, you know, they can't do stuff like that because they haven't won since all the suck. You know, they haven't. A guy writes, that sounds like loser talk. Ref bailing you out. Bills were good team for many years. I said, Bills were awesome with Kelly, no doubt, but they lost four straight Super Bowls. It's as simple as that. This is about people saying the Bills have had success over time versus New England, and they haven't. Then I wrote, if it makes you feel any better, I hate the Pats. I'm a Steeler lifer. I'm glad they're getting their ass beat tonight. Easy money, Bills, on the money line at minus four. That's the fifth time I've said it. My Steelers will have a rough night in Kansas City, but I hope not. Good night. You give me a migraine. Go smoke a fatty. And that was it. That was the last one I wrote. I, I got sick of it. It's like dealing with morons. Like, they're so stupid that it's like beating your head against a wall. You can't win. If you start arguing with people on that thing, you'll you'll lose your yeah, mind. You'll it end up it really is. It's, it's honestly all you're doing is you're just driving yourself into circles. Like, there's so many morons that are on that thing. It's like you could you find the wrong couple morons and you're gonna you could spend hours there just wanting to just punch yourself in the face like it's 
it's really tough to take sometimes. It was tough to take Saturday night. Hey, like if you're not having a, if you're not going to have a rational conversation with me, like I'm just, I'm walking away. Like I'm just muting you and you're out. Like that's it. Like, I can't do it. Are, like they're so stupid that like, I mean, they, they actually, you're clear when you realize they thought I they thought I was actually a Patriots fan when I said 15 <laughs> times I'm a Steeler fan. Can't they thought it. I was on the Patriots, and I bet on the Bills, and I said it five times. And they don't see anything you write. It, it just, it, it's invisible. It, nothing you say matters because they don't want to hear it. They're just bound and determined to argue with you and, and be right about something that they're so wrong about. Like I don't disagree. Teeth. I mean, it is, I was like, you know, I, I could easily go on there and just start swearing and calling them names and and doing that stuff, but that makes it worse. So I'm just like, yeah, okay, whatever you say, genius. Okay, all right, know it all. Uh, listen, there was not one thing I said in the entire scroll that was wrong. The league no. is built on Super Bowls and, and the past. Uh, in fact, in the middle of the Bills game, I think they showed it was the 50-year anniversary of the Super Bowl one. Remember in the middle of the game when they showed that? Yes. And they showed the highlight of, like, Super Bowl one. They're like, 50 years ago today. And I was like, or what, 56 years ago today or something like that. And I was like, there you go. Oh, they never stopped talking about Super Bowls and the past and who's won them and how many. And, you know, and then the Hall of Fame is built on – uh, you know, the reputations and, frankly, accomplishments and stats of players when they played. So everyone that's in there was some kind of stud that did something huge. You, you, you know, you don't get into Canton if you haven't done something huge. And it's all built on the past. The whole league has been built on the past, including the AFL and everything else. And when the Steelers came into the league, uh, they were atrocious, too. And then they drafted Joe Green, and then everything changed. And they started, There's... you know, drafting players, and then they built a championship team that won four in six years. There's only and, a few teams, uh, you know, there, there's only a few teams at this point that over the last 40, 50 years can say they have, like, zero moments whatsoever. You know, like, not even, you know, nothing. I mean, the Browns, the Lions, the Bills. You know, there, there's, and, and I mean, and I mean moments like, you know, obviously the Bills made four straight Super Bowls. The Vikings made four straight Super Bowls. I mean, I guess you got to put the Browns and the Lions at the top, right? Because they've done absolutely nothing in the last 50 years, like zero. No moments. Yeah, but ESPN covers them like they're going to win it every year. <laughs> they do. They, they give them attention like they're going to win it every year. Like the Browns matter. Like they're, they, I've never seen anything like how much attention they get for as much of a loser organization as they've been. And that's just all there is to it. I've argued with these morons, too, these Cleveland fans. I mean, they're talking about winning, you know, NFL titles in the 50s. Those don't even count. I guess they count in Cleveland. You can go have a sandwich and talk to your buddy about something you weren't even alive to see. Your grandpa was. I mean, that's just the bottom line. That's a fact, too. The only thing people care about is the Super Bowl era. That's it. When it comes to the NFL, 
They only care about Super Bowls. That's it. Yep. And anything short of it, uh, they don't remember. I'm telling you. They won't remember, uh, you know, title games from this year five years from now. Five years from now, they won't even remember who played in them. All they'll remember, if they're lucky, is remember who won the Super Bowl, you know, that year. People remember Super Bowl winners. They don't remember anything else. It's for all on the bench. Yeah, so they got a 55-yard field goal, the Cardinals. Uh, they're still getting their ass beat. I think it's like 31 to 11. Have you ever seen anything like how these guys can kick these things now? 55, 60 yards, no problem. It's like, I mean, when they kick them, they just blast them through. They're not even yeah, like he... barely making it over the crossbar. They're like flying through the uprights. They could go another 10 yards. He drilled that one, man. I mean, that thing was absolutely smoked by Prater. Smoked. I mean, these guys nowadays, they can, they can really kick them. I'll tell you, they keep showing the outside shots of this uh, SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. Like, w when we're out there that week, like, I need, like, a little private tour from Haro or something. Like, that place looks unbelievable. It really does. Yeah, the stadium? Yeah. Yeah, it looks really nice. Well, it's weird how we're doing it. You know, let's just be honest. We're going to broadcast for a week in Los Angeles. We're not going to the game. No. So, like, you know, I mean, that's that's happened to me before, right, with uh, networks where you go out and you do the whole radio row and you do the, you know, shows and appearances and parties and everything else, and then you, you know, go home on Saturday. You don't go to the game Sunday. And, uh... I guess I've never really been a big fan of that. Like, just like, so so you're going to go out there and do all that work and, and you're not going to the game? No. Oh. Well, well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, it does. I've been through that a, a few times and it's, it's just not fun. That's why I always like doing the show in Vegas. I mean, I don't have to worry about that game because the, the, the botchery party in Vegas is 10 times better than the game.